Hi everyone, my name is Taylor and welcome back to my podcast, Is It Single Girl Safe? Is It Single Girl Safe is the show where I review products, services, and experiences that make living alone so much easier or so much freaking harder. Before hopping into today's episode, I would love to shout out the creator of the cool song that is currently playing, Jean Pierre. The moment that Jean played this song for me, I was absolutely in love with it. And I was like, can I please use it as the official theme song of the show? And he so graciously let me do so. If you're interested into the cool art that he be creating, you could check out his link in the description below. And with that being said, let's hop into today's episode. Hi everyone, have you missed me? Cause I miss y'all! I hope you've been streaming the last seasons during the hiatus. I'm just popping in to serve as a little update messenger today. I'm an update pixie fairy, coming to give the girls an update to the report cards of some things that I had rated before. So we've rated 12 products and services in season one. We've rated 12 products and services in season two. Currently we're on our hiatus until October 3rd, 2023. I forgot the year. <laughs> until October 3rd, 2023. That's when season three releases. Once that release comes out, we're going to have another undisclosed amount of products and services reviews coming out for you guys then. But now I feel as though with 24 rated products, let's go back and review some of those products and services that I have re-interacted with during my time. And when we're back from the break, let's discuss some updated versions or some of our favorite villains and heroes from seasons one and two. And we're back. So I reviewed over my notes and season two is honestly smooth sailing right now and I picked my biggest interactions that I had re-interacted with from season one. So honestly, let's hop straight into it. What's better to start than from the bottom? So season one, episode 12, released on May 9th, 2023, I had rated my Google Home. Now on my original review on rating scale number one, I gave it a four. Rating scale number two, I had given it a 90. 
And my biggest critique would be that I just wish it glitched less. It would be a five and it would be a hundred if it honestly glitched less. So has that gotten better in the time period that has gone on? I'm here to tell you absolutely not. It actually really breaks my heart to say absolutely not because I love my Google Home. I rely on my Google Home. I think Google Home is such a strong product as well that there's a lot for the future of it. It's so sad to see the quality deteriorating as the company focuses on other endeavors. I wish they would keep their products that are currently out and active up to date and fine as they explore new realms. But as they're exploring new realms, they're just letting the Google Home glitch her fucking life out. Hopping into rating scale number one, it went down from a four to a three because it glitches so much. I now have to be ultra specific on whatever I say and then even that's not enough sometimes. Sometimes she randomly activate herself and she just starts playing any and everything underneath the sun. Some things I'm like, how did you even get that conclusion? And then also I didn't even ask. Why are you, I have a lot of why are you doing this to me moments with my Google Home now and I'm not really into that. I refuse to make her lower than a three though because I still rely on um, the assistant feature and overall the time aspects feature of it. But most definitely, the glitching has hit another level. It's gone down to a three. Rating scale number two, is it heavy? The first go round, I gave it a 25, but I had bumped it down to a 20 this time because the glitching is out of this control and out of this world. It literally makes me cry. 20 points. On is it big the first time i gave it a 25 because it's the perfect size and i agree it's still 25 it's the perfect size and i also see it as a very common product now not necessarily household common to where everybody has one but it's most definitely on the scale of we at least know somebody that has one so i see it as common and even in a new space, I see it as the perfect size for my new space. 25 points. Is it hard? The first time I gave it a 10. This time I also gave it a 10. Cause yeah, the glitching, it is so hard to deal with sometimes, especially when you're on a time crunch, you're stressed, you wanna get something done. It's like sometimes Google is a hindrance and not a helpful, hamburger like we want to where sometimes I literally do have to stop and adjust for the Google to adjust and it's just so much. Is it a fast problem solver? The first time I gave it a 25 because um, I was able to just buy it straight from the store and so I got it immediately. Yeah setting up was not long and overall the usage like being able to ask google to do something and then it does it that's not like time consuming at all it's a pretty fast problem solver but this time around i gave it a 15 because honestly no it glitches so much to where you literally have to like 
stop and adjust to it. It's like way too much. 15 points. So with our Google Home, our season finale, our lover of season one, it used to be a four and a 90, making it single girl approved. Now it's down to a three and a 70, making it single girl approved with conditions. It's sometimes it's more trouble than what it's worth, to be quite honest. So hopping from the bottom to the middle, let's check out Season 1, Episode 6, The Park ATX App. Now I will say, whenever I made this episode and released it, I was really happy about it because when I was talking to a girl that I work with about the app, she was also talking about the problems that she had had with it. At the time I hadn't mentioned the podcast, but hearing that she had a similar bad experience with the app and had actually received a ticket and everything for it from her university because of the faultiness of the app. I really stand my guns on the Park ATX app. I'm really happy I released the episode when I did and that it existed because most definitely it's not like at that time it was not single girl approved. She literally got a ticket from her university for not paying to park and she paid to park over the app but every time she would go to pay it would fault out and glitch out that is the same exact problem that I had where I was scared to death of getting a ticket I'm so glad I didn't get one um, because of the time frame in which I was parked but she ended up getting one because of the faultiness of trying to pay through the app but now I'm back with an update so the first time around, on rating scale 1, the Park ATX app received a 2, and on rating scale number 2, it received a 70, meaning the Park ATX app was approved, was single girl approved with conditions. Because overall, I feel as though it's a great concept, and it most definitely would have worked with less glitchy and a more solid interface. I'm really happy to come back and say that that is what has been done. On rating scale one, the Park ATX app now receives a five, which is honest to God, really, 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 really high for me, but this is what gives it its five. I've interacted with it more than four times now and it has been kind of almost like a lifesaver in a way. So the first time I had re-interacted with it was for a show that I was performing at downtown and I needed to park and of course I was getting ready to park with the meter and for the house of it I was like let me check on the app let's see if it updated. Now the first thing that I didn't like was that um, it works on a wallet base in the sense of in order to park off of the app you have to have a certain amount of dollars prefaced into it you can't just charge your account how much you want to park you literally got to have like an increment of like 10 20 um, some type of baseline dollar value within the app serving as a wallet and so that part's not very cool but it was able to go through, it worked, it loaded the wallet, it charged, 
for the parking and the part that had me hooked was I was able to stop my parking earlier than what I had set it for and then I got a refund for everything that I had prepaid that was outside of the time that I had actually used. And I was like, oh my goodness, sick. And so I used it a couple more times going to the Trader Joe's. I used it another time downtown. And what was this last time? Oh, I had, there was a random ass fair happening on 6. I had never seen it before, but I talked to my friends and apparently like it happens once a month. Don't know where I'd be because I've never seen it. <clears throat> but I saw it that time and I stopped. And I was able to just use the app and that wallet high key come in clutch because I once I loaded it, I forgot how much money I put on it. And then also parking on the street is one of the cheapest places to park downtown to where it's like, I forgot how much I had put in that hoe and I forgot how little I was still using to where I was like, wow, I like essentially I'm just able to park right now. Because Taylor paid for it a couple months ago. I'm just able to like literally fucking park right now. Like that's insane. I'm really into it. It's a five. Let's get into rating scale number two. So on rating scale number two, is it heavy? The first time around, I gave it a 20 points because it was just fucking annoying. And honestly, I left it at the 20 because at first the wallet was really fucking annoying the fact that I had to do that also once you stress me out one time I swear to god it's like my body like reacts like a trauma response in the sense of I'm already anticipating the stress that you're about to stow upon me this next time around to where it's like I'm more surprised when you don't fucking annoy me and that's kind of what happened with this product later on in the ratings you'll be able to see I'm more surprised that she didn't fucking annoy me, but off of that first initial annoyance and the second initial annoyance, 20 points. Is it big? I gave it 25 points, especially after I had a discussion about the Park app, because overall, I also learned that Park ATX is all underneath like that Park app. Like, I don't know if it's ran by the city government or what, but... It had, like, that app exists in other cities as well. And they all look the same. To where it's like, wow, whoever's running that empire, what an empire that they're running. And I think it's through the city, too. So, on this new one, I gave it 25 points. Um, but on the last one, I gave it 20 points. Because I was like, who knows about this other than the people who live downtown. But, um through my conversation I had learned that other people from other cities know about it girl 25 points is it hard 20 points because still I feel as though if I'm next to the parking meter you should be able to pick up that number of which zone that I'm in instead of giving me all of these numbers in my face and then I'm having to either pick or type in the number of the zone that I'm in it gets a little bit overwhelming and time consuming. It's not hard to deal with. It's just fucking annoying, I will say. Um, so the first time around, I gave it 20 points. This time around, I also gave it 20 points. 
um, just because it's a little bit more than what you honestly need to do for something like this. Is it a fast problem solver? From the amount of stress that it gave me the first time, I gave it a 10 because it was just honestly such a waste of time and headspace to even try. But this last time I gave it a three. And I gave it a three mainly because you wanna double check your P's and Q's with it, make sure everything goes through, nothing glitch, make sure it's the right zone. Cause my experience with Austin PD and the government system and everything is that they are unapologetic. They literally do not care. They're so mean for no reason. It's like, you can't learn lessons. Like, they just want your money, and they just want to be... I feel like some of them just actually want to be cruel, and they're in that position to boost whatever ego that they're experiencing. And so, something as harmless as a parking ticket, and then even trying to dispute and explain your parking ticket, it's not fucking worth it with Austin PD. It's really not fucking worth it to where it's like... When it comes to the parking meters, you just always have to check your P's and Q's with them. It honestly fucking suck. It's weird. And, like, that's all I gotta end with it. So on rating scale number two, it gets to 88. Rating scale number one gets a five. Bumping the Park ATX app from not single girl approved to single girl approved. I'm really happy to see the jump because the last comment that I really had in the first round is that I love the concept. It would be great, efficient, and quick if it properly worked. It wasn't approved at that time because you can't pay. Like, you would literally get a ticket trying to use it. That's what happened to another girl to where now that's not the case. And so I wipe away your banish. And you are single girl approved. To finish out, let's go back to where it all began. These fucking Amazon Blink Mini cameras, bro. I bought these cameras because they were two on sale for at Best Buy and so I got them and I had also started a new job that required me to travel every weekend and I have robots looking after my cats but I most definitely still wanted to be able to see and check in on them and the only way you could really do that is with a camera. When I had got these cameras, it took me like five months to set up because I got them during Thanksgiving, which is November, December, January, February. I had made the review about them in February. March, April is when they started to work. So I got these cameras. And they hadn't worked the whole six months that I had them plugged in. Now, I moved apartments, and I think part of that deal, I like I don't know what to blame on if there was too many things on the Wi-Fi or Spectrum is just literally the fucking worst. I'm going to have a Spectrum rating 
and spoiler alert, their their services and their predatory fucking emails suck. I'm gonna rip a new one in Spectrum. So for all I know, it could probably be Spectrum's fault on why my goddamn cameras didn't connect. But after six months of owning them, they finally connected. Let's talk about it. On rating scale number one, it got a zero. On rating scale number two, it got a 50. On how hard it was to set up and is it a fast problem solver, both of those scores got a zero because they didn't work, you couldn't set them up, and it took six months for them to work. On how big and how heavy it was, they both received their 25 because it is the perfect size and it is lightweight to where it's though in pro in discussion and in view it looks like a great product but when you turn them hose on it's a different story it took me six months to get this shit and so my first rating was not single girl approved let's talk about the update now on rating scale number one it goes from a zero to a four they work I have one on my patio and I have one in the room. I just live in a studio apartment and so everything's captured on one camera because of how small my space is. It's efficient. It's cool. It loses a point because in order for you to record what's happening in your apartment, you have to pay a payment plan, which is not cool. And overall, if something were to happen to where you would need to run that footage back, the way that you're not able to do that unless you pay them is not cool. Not cool at all. And like kind of dangerous to a certain extent. And so it honestly loses a whole point for that. On rating scale number one, it's a four. Rating scale number two, is it heavy? The amount of stress that it gave me was insane. It loses five points, 20. Is it big? They're still the perfect size cameras and the way that I have them tucked away but I'm still able to see everything is really efficient and cool. 25. Is it hard? The app is a little bit laggy hopping between each camera and opening. Also I wish I was able to see both of the cameras at once. Uh, in the main screen, you're not just able to see a preview of both cameras. You have to click on them in order to actually see the vision that's in them. And that part kind of sucks. And also, when I listen back to it, I don't know if it's picking up my air conditioner or what, but it is kind of really loud. It's really windy loud. I don't know if it's like a tech thing or if it's picking up my air conditioner. And so, yeah, it's a little bit hard to run back. 20 points. Is it a fast problem solver? Yes, because I could hear and see Milo meowing her ass off, scratching things, hovering the door, and rolling around like I thought she would. And so I'm able to hop in and talk to her, and hopefully it smooths her anxiety Whenever my friends come over, I'm able to see them and um, like when they check on my cats and like when whoever checks on my cats, I'm now able to like really check on the state of my apartment and I'm not just hoping for the best once I get back. That part's really cool. 25 points. On rating scale one, it goes from a zero to a four. 
on rating scale 2, it goes from a 50 to a 90, meaning I have removed another bond. Amazon Blink Mini cameras are now currently single girl approved. They were not back then because really you had to guesstimate the state of the apartment and overall you spend like almost 40 fucking dollars on a product that doesn't work. It's, it's really irritating. The amount of stress that they cause me, they're lucky that they're even still in my apartment right now. But I'm also glad that they're still in my apartment because now they work. And now I have a mini version of a security system happening around my space, which I genuinely, genuinely appreciate heavily. And so, yeah, that's the update. Uh, my fall from grace of my Google Home. She's still approved. She's just approved with conditions. Sometimes she's a little bit more troubled than what she's worth. Probably should just buy whatever new model comes out because then it's less glitchy and you'll be able to actually use it how you should be able to. Welcome to the single girl approve list to the Amazon cameras and the Park ATX app. Everything else stands as B. This has been the update episode. I can't wait to like, I actually really like this. Every two seasons, I'm gonna pop in with have I re-encountered these products and have they changed? Because I feel like out of two seasons and only three things like really changing, like we should give like to the ones that do Rather, it's good or bad. And so, yeah. Thank you to Google Home, Park ATX, and Amazon Blink for changing. Except for Google. Google needs to change for the better. I, uh, she hasn't fallen from grace yet, but she's most definitely on the edge. Like, please. It has no reason to glitch. It gives me a lot of good information. It is still a great help and timekeeper it's just like i pay 150 dollars for a home for like kind of the base of a smart home system and being a base of a smart home system right now she's not acting very smart i don't like that part and that's just that so we're hoping for her rise in the next two seasons I will break the hiatus again in another two seasons with another great update. Thank you guys again for tuning in. I can't wait to see you guys at the official release of season three on October 3rd, 2023. I'll see you then. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of my podcast, Is It Single Girl Safe? The show where I review products, services, and experiences that make living alone so much easier or so much freaking harder. If you're absolutely in love with the sounds that you're hearing, you can check out more music created by Jean Pierre in the link in the description below. If you're interested in the physical breakdown of today's episode, check out the report card 
in the icon on whatever service that you're listening to this episode on or in the description linked below. If you absolutely love the show and want to support past listening, you can check out the link to our Patreon in the description. It's only a dollar a month to join our Discord. Let's talk about our experiences together. I love hearing how the world shapes everyone within our community. A new episode is released at 5 p.m. every Tuesday. I'm super excited to rate more products for you guys. I'll see you next week. Toodles from Tay. Nice.